all will be well but it has to take time i'm a very impatient person so i realized that at least at the end of last year that i needed to give myself time to grow and to absorb these experiences and just realize like even in the hardest times that will pass give it some time and all will be well hello hello welcome to young gifted and abroad perspectives on studying abroad from past and present students of color my name is danielle and i'm so excited to be able to talk to you today because today is juneteenth and today is also the first anniversary of young gifted and abroad i launched this podcast one year ago today on juneteenth or june 19th 2018 and it's been a whole year and so um i figured that since since it's juneteenth since it's the first anniversary of young gifted and abroad and since we just hit another 10 episodes with episode 40 this would be a perfect occasion to put out a special um episode to celebrate uh this first year so here we are again on a Wednesday. I know I said at first this was gonna come out on the 18th because Tuesday is our release day. But then I was like, well, if Juneteenth is just the next day, then put it out on the 19th. Like what's the issue? So here we are once again on a Wednesday here to celebrate Young Gifted and Abroad in its first year. And so uh, I think usually with these 10 cents episodes, when I check in, um, you know, every 10 episodes just to talk about how things are going, I think what I usually do is I start with how I'm feeling about how the show is going, or I talk about something that I think is relevant to the show. And then I thank people who are on my mind to thank at the time. And then I end with, a, um, a lesson or a piece of advice that I want to leave people with. This time, I'm going to switch things around. I'm going to start with the thank yous first um, because I have a lot of people to thank. <laughs> Actually, I usually don't write things down when I do these voiceovers, um, but this time I did write things down because I don't want to leave anyone out. So I'm going to do the thank yous first and then I'm going to end with um, my reflections and anything that I want to leave people with. And then in the middle, uh, I've got uh, something pretty special. I, um, I emailed all of the guests that were featured in this podcast during the first year, and I sent them two questions that I wanted them to answer if they were interested. Uh, fairly simple questions but also potentially poignant questions. And so you will get to hear their responses. So you get to hear some of, of my guests all over again in this episode, which I hope you're looking forward to, because I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. Um, so that's how this uh, special celebratory episode is going to go. And so let's get started. <laughs> let's get started with the thank yous, because there are a lot of them. Uh, so I try to put these people in groups to make it more organized. So first I'm going to start with uh, what I will call my MVPs. Um, so people who really have just been like there for me and supporting me this whole time. Uh, so first MVP is my mom. Uh, she is everything. <laughs> She's everything. Um, she 
she doesn't actually listen to this podcast, but you know, I was the, she was the first person I told when I had this idea, and she was like, "Sure, if you want to do it, you know, go ahead and, and try it." And um, she helped me test out uh, software when I was first starting out. She helps me um, even now when I'm thinking of pictures to choose or how to arrange things um, for like Instagram or the website or Facebook. You know, I'll she'll be like a second pair of eyes to to see if um things look okay and uh you know even times when i feel like i'm not sure if what i'm doing is good or what if if what i'm doing is meaningful or not you know she'll kind of get me back on track so i can focus on the things that actually need to be focused on so uh she's just like i said she's everything so uh thanks ma for all that you do and uh next is my friend irene uh you've if you've been listening to the show for a while um you've heard irene she was my guest on episode four and she's been a really dear friend to me especially the past couple years when i've needed it Uh, i'm not gonna go into details but she's just been um very supportive both in ways that i asked for and you know some surprising ways that I didn't ask for or expect um so yeah she was a guest on the show she has sent guests my way um particularly Megan from episode let me see what episode was Megan on Megan from episode 26 Kevin from episode 27 and Amy from episode 32 so she has sent quite a few guests my way and um you know, she's always encouraged me and, and said that she agrees that what I'm doing is valuable and, you know, just providing a lot of, of affirmation in times where I felt like I needed it. So thank you, Irene. Um, in the words of the Golden Girls, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> um, so yes, thank you so much, Irene. And then next is Morgan, <clears throat> Morgan Davis or Morgan E. Liz, which is what she goes by for her like design and uh, website work. Uh, my friend Morgan, I've known her for a long time, since maybe middle school, maybe even late elementary school, not quite sure, but it's been a long time. Morgan designed the logo for Young, Gifted, and Abroad, so she did that for me, not for free, okay? <laughs> you need to pay your friends what they what they are worth and what they ask for and I did that and so Morgan uh, took my she was very professional with it she um, she had a form that she sent me and then she took the ideas that I gave her and turned it into what we have now as the logo um, and color scheme for young gifted and abroad and I will always be thankful to her for that because that really kind of set the foundation for everything visually, you know, really helped. I had a vision in my head and uh, her designing the logo helped me to be even more sure of the vision that I had in my head. So thank you so much, Morgan. Uh, If you wanna check out Morgan's other work, you can find her at at underscore Morgan E. Liz on Instagram or morganeliz.com. Morgan is also, an entrepreneur who's really passionate about helping other creators and entrepreneurs, um, especially black creators and entrepreneurs, get the knowledge they need to be successful. So she, you know, is very 
um, gracious to uh, share her business acumen with people. Also, not for free, um, <laughs> as she shouldn't. Um, but uh, she's very giving in terms of the type of types of community she wants to form and helping young people um, pursue whatever ventures they're trying to pursue. So, if you're interested in Morgan's uh, business work, you can check her out on at distinctly at distinctly creative on Instagram or distinctlydc.com. Uh, so those are all the plugs for Morgan and her work. <laughs> Thank you again, Morgan, for helping me out so much. And then last but not least of the MVPs is my dog, Julia. <laughs> if you've seen uh, Young Gifted on Abroad's Instagram page, you probably have seen pictures of Julia a time or two. I have half-jokingly named her my associate producer. <laughs> and all she does is, um, indoors at least, she's very chill. And so when I'm editing, she'll curl up next to me and just stay there almost the whole time until she gets bored and moves on to doing something else. Um, she's a really special dog, she is. Um, when my other dog passed away two years ago, almost three years ago, we ended up adopting Julia and she was just what I needed at the time. She's very affectionate and our, personality, our personalities are actually quite similar. It's kind of scary. <laughs> and basically wherever I am in, in the house, she is. So, um, and that includes when I'm working on these episodes for the podcast. So not that she can hear this or understand this at all, but I'm thankful to Julia for being for being a good dog <laughs> and a good companion and an excellent associate producer, quote unquote, associate producer. <laughs> so next group is family. So members of my family who have helped me out in very significant ways when it comes to putting this podcast together. First, I want to thank the family members of mine who have been guests on Young, Gifted, and Abroad. So first, there was Kayla, my cousin Kayla, who was the guest on episode one. My cousin Patrick, or Jaquay, who was on episode six. And then my aunt Faye, who was on episode 29. Thank you to you all for letting me interview you. I know you were all kind of nervous in your own way, but I appreciate it nonetheless, and y'all did an amazing job. Uh, next, I want to thank my Aunt Dawn. Uh, she was one of the people I told about the podcast early on, uh, along with my mom and Irene. Um, but yeah, I told when I told my Aunt Dawn, she was very enthused about it. She thought it was a thing that I should definitely do, I should definitely pursue. And when I put the word out on Facebook and I announced that I was putting this podcast out, she spread the word and was talking about how proud she would, was of me of doing like stepping out and kind of doing my own thing and I, I actually just talked to her the other day on Father's Day she asked me how the podcast was going and you know told me to um, to she told me that I was doing good work and that I should keep it up and you know so she's just been very encouraging um, I keep saying this over and over but I, I really do appreciate um, when people are supportive or encouraging to me it's like um, I don't know. I guess if I had a lo love language, it would probably be words of affirmation. <laughs> I probably shouldn't seek or thrive on external validation as much as I do, but 
Uh, I do. I'm, I'm working on it, but that's kind of how I am at the moment. Um, so when people are, as I keep saying and probably will keep saying, when people are encouraging or supportive to me, it really does mean a lot. Um, I don't know if people realize it, but it really does mean a lot to me. So um, that was a little tangent, but yes, thank you so much, Aunt Dawn, for believing in me and encouraging me. And then um, <clears throat> last but not least of my family members, I want to thank my dad. Uh, my dad and I don't have the closest relationship, but um, I told him that I had a podcast in, on Thanksgiving of last year. I just texted him with some happy Thanksgiving. And then I was like, hey, I have this podcast. This is what I'm, this is what it's about. Uh, here's a link if you want to listen to it. And, and that was it. I didn't ask him for anything. Uh, I was just, I was just letting him know. And so to my surprise, he actually sent me uh, a Christmas present the next month in December. A Christmas present that was meant to help me record for the podcast. And um, long story short, that gift ended up being um, turning into something that helped me afford a new mic when my old mic died on me a couple months ago. So uh, thank you, Dad, for um, helping me get the equipment that I needed to keep going. So next group is features. So people who have featured or shouted out the podcast in some way. So uh, first was Kistifer. She and I are in a couple of the same Facebook groups having to do with black people in Japan. And so one day she was asking around about uh, podcasts, podcast recommendations, because um, what she and her husband do on um, their Instagram page, the musics in Japan, um, Every so often they will post about a podcast that they like, you know, just to shout them out and show some love to um, podcasts out there, especially ones that are being done by black people. So when she put the call out there, I mentioned Young Gifted and Abroad. And so she, um, Kistifer actually posted about Young Gifted and Abroad on their Instagram in August of 2018. And she also uh, was a, an early listener and would leave really nice comments <laughs> every now and then. Um, so she's just been really sweet and I really appreciate that. So thank you so much, Kistifer. And make sure uh, you check out Kistifer and her husband's podcast, um, The Musics in Japan. That's M-U-S-I-C-K-S, The Musics in Japan. Um, so make sure you check them out and congrats to Christopher and her husband for starting that podcast. They just started that um, earlier this year. And then after that came um, the Black Expat. The Black Expat is a, a website and an Instagram page, which, uh, as you can probably surmise, is all about black people traveling abroad and living abroad. And I actually didn't know that they had featured us. Um, I think I just posted episode 30. And I went on to Instagram one day and saw a comment from someone I didn't know saying, Oh, hey, I heard about you. I heard about um, your podcast from The Black Expat. And um, it sounds really cool. And congrats on 30 episodes. And I was like, Oh, that's nice. What did The Black Expat say about <laughs> say about Young Gifted and Abroad. So I checked and they had actually put out a list of 
five black expat podcasts to follow. And they included Young, Gifted, and Abroad on that list. That list was published, um, that, that piece, that article was published in February of 2019. And that was a complete surprise because um, I didn't get any like heads up or anything about it. So that was a really pleasant surprise. Um, so thank you to the black expat and especially Amanda. I think she's the one who runs the black, the black expat and also, is also the one who posted that article. And then um, the next is um, Danielle Desir. I really need to ask her because I never know if it's Desir or Desir or maybe Desir because she is, um, she does speak Haitian Creole. Um, so I'm not sure how she pronounces um, Desir. But anyhow, Danielle, Danielle Desir, um, she is the, she founded WOC Podcasters, which is a Facebook group that I am in. Um, it's also now a website that I'm an editor for. So shout out to me, um, I guess, <laughs> for becoming an editor for that blog, that website. But anyhow, uh, Danielle Desir is the founder of WOC Podcasters. And she also has her own podcast called the Thought Card Podcast. That's T-H-O-U-G-H-T, the thought card, um, where she talks about travel and personal finance. And not too long after I joined the group, and um, I guess she hadn't had someone talk about study abroad yet, so she invited me to be a guest on her show. And she interviewed me in November 2018, and then that episode came out in April 2019, so a couple months ago. Um, and that was my first time ever being a guest on a podcast. First time kind of having the, the the tables turn and being in the hot seat for once. So thank you to Danielle for uh, inviting me to be on your show. Um, that was a very informative experience um, that I will definitely keep with me. So thank you so much. Um, and my mom actually did ep- listen to that episode. She did listen to that episode of the thought card that I was on. Um, and that is episode 27. Episode 27 of the thought card featuring me um, came out in April of this year. And it was all thanks to Danielle Desir. So thank you so much, Danielle. The last one is not really a feature, but something I wanted to shout out anyway. Podcasts in Color is a website started by our website and like a social media presence started by a woman named Barry, who's a black woman. And as you can probably guess, it's all about um, promoting uh, people of color who are doing podcasting, um, promoting their shows and also spreading knowledge and encouraging more people of color to uh, get involved in the podcasting thing if that's something they're interested in. And so on that website, on the Podcast and Color website, Barry has a directory of podcasts by people of color. So um, and so every few months, you can submit throughout the year, but she updates it every few months or so. And so Young, Gifted, and Abroad was added to the Podcast and Color directory in December of 2018. Um, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm just glad I didn't know if it would work or not but you know I submitted I followed the directions and it's up there um, so we are listed in the for the culture section of the directory last time I checked um, so thanks to Barry for all the work you do supporting people of color in this realm and thanks for adding us to your directory 
So next is kind of random. I didn't really know where to put them, but this is just a group of people who were a source of extra encouragement or inspiration. Um, as I've been, you know, working on this podcast for the past year. So first, I want to mention my friend Diamond, Diamond Morgan, the one who designed the logo, and I have been friends, have been close friends for a really long time since we were little, basically. When I first started the podcast, with the first few episodes that came out, Diamond would listen to each one and then call me or text me with her comments. And so we would just spend all this time discussing each episode and and she'd give me her feedback. <laughs> um, you know, Diamond is just a very insightful person and some of her comments would be really funny. Some of the impressions and inclusion or conclusions that she came to were very interesting. So um, I really appreciated that because it was fun talking to her about the show, but it has also helped uh, me know that, okay, at least one person is listening to it and at least one person is not only listening, but getting what I'm trying to do here. So uh, thank you so much for doing that, Diamond. <laughs> and then next is my friend Sho. Sho is a mutual friend of me and Irene, who I mentioned previously. Um, Sho is another person who's always been very supportive of what I'm doing. Uh, I don't think I mentioned this before, but I actually spent some time in California visiting Irene and Sho back in August of last year. And I was chilling with Sho and he was just saying how he uh, thought I was what I was doing was valuable and he said I was I always do great work and and all the different things that I do and that what I'm the what I'm trying to do is important in terms of you know acknowledging people of color and prioritizing uh, what people of color have to say so I really appreciated that at the time and still do and then earlier this year when I put out um, Amy's episode, so episode 32, because Amy is also a friend of Irene and shows, um, but I hadn't met her previously um, before interviewing for the podcast. Um, when I put out her episode, show listened to it and then messaged me saying how he appreciates all the work I'm doing. And I think he literally said at some point, like, I see you, I see you, I see the work that you're doing and I just commend you on all the effort and all the care that you're putting into this thing. And that just really meant so much. Like, have you ever had anyone look at you and just be like, I see you? That's powerful. Like, that, <laughs> that means so much. And um, yeah, so thank you, Shel. Thank you for, again, you also, thank you for being a friend. And then the last one in this group is more so inspiration, I guess. Um, that would be the WOC Podcasters group, as I previously mentioned, it's a group on Facebook. And um, I actually heard about it first through Barry from Podcast in Color. She tweeted about it or something. And again, through that group, I became acquainted with Danielle Desir and was able to be a guest on her podcast. And then also through being in that group, I was able to get some guests of my own. So. You know, we had Lori from episode 34. She is a podcaster also in the WOC Podcasters group. Uh, Tiffany from episode 38, also a member of that group. And then indirectly, uh, because of that group, I also got Aaliyah from episode 35 as a guest. Um, when Danielle Desir posted about um, my episode of her podcast, 
I had reposted that on Instagram and that is how Aaliyah found me. So yeah, being a part of WC Podcasters has helped me in ways that I did not expect and I'm still learning, uh, still just trying to be aware of what's going on and what's out there, um, but I certainly do not regret joining. So Next, oh, speaking of that Facebook group, um, one of the things that we do in that group is review swaps. So next is not a group, but just one thing that I really wanted to spend time acknowledging is that we got our first five-star review for Young, Gifted, and Abroad. So uh, Kristen Iris of the Melanated Rising podcast, we reviewed each other's shows. And so this is the review that she left for Young, Gifted, and Abroad. And this was back in May. So uh, five stars, great exploration of traveling as a person of color. This was great to listen to. As a black woman who loves to travel but has apprehensions and concerns, it was great hearing experiences from people who look like me going all over the world and in different periods of time. There are eye-opening and funny moments shared in stories from people who stepped out of their comfort zones to travel to new places and experience the humanity of people in other cultures. There is a lot you'll learn without even realizing it because you're busy taking in a piece of someone's life, experience, and perspective on themselves and the world after adventuring in it. Definitely give it a listen. So thank you so much to Kristen Iris from the Melanated Rising podcast uh, for that review. Make sure you check out her podcast. And um, I I don't think I've ever asked for reviews in this whole time. I probably should. Um, especially reviews reviews on Stitcher um, and iTunes, but especially on iTunes because that helps more people find out about the show. Um, but I'm definitely going to do that going forward. So if you're listening now and you're wondering what to get me <laughs> for the first anniversary, I don't really have a wish list. Uh, but if I did, number one thing on that wish list would be leave us a five-star review on iTunes, especially, but also Stitcher. And that would help us out a lot. So next, once again, is not a group, but something and someone I really wanted to shout out is um, the background music. The background music is made by a French uh, producer and beat maker called Proliter. And that's another name I'm not sure of. Is it Proliter? Is it Proliter? Is it Proletaire? Is it Proletaire? Because, uh, again, he's a French guy from Toulouse. Um, I'm not sure, but he makes really great music, mostly hip-hop, beats, and um, his music, or at least the jazz tribute songs that he puts together that I've been using, are free for use. So, um, And he's also, he seems to be a really cool guy. He's liked or commented on things I've posted on Instagram or Facebook, especially the, the audiogram videos that include parts of his music in them he's um so he's acknowledged (laughs) in some part what i'm doing and i i'm glad that he seems to approve and uh yeah thank you so much to proletaire for all of your um your artistry and for sharing your art with the world and i um i just hope you keep it up thank you so much merci beaucoup next Last but not least for the thank yous, because I've been going on for quite a while with all the thank yous. I told you there's a lot of people I had to thank. Um, 
Last but certainly not least, I have to thank all of my guests. I cannot believe I've interviewed 40 people for this podcast. I remember back in December, I went to an open mic with my friend and she ran into another friend of hers there. And so she was talking to the other girl. She was saying, oh, this is my friend Danielle. She has a podcast. She's already uh, had 27 guests already because it was 27 at the time. And the other girl was like, 27? I can't even find 27 people. I don't even think I know 27 people. <laughs> yeah. So now it's not 27, but 40. The number has grown to 40. And I'm just so thankful that, um, you know, when you do things involving other people, uh, when you interact with people, period, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't always know how things are going to turn out. I am so grateful that I have not had a single issue with anyone that I've interacted with for this podcast every no attitudes no difficulty not that I was expecting that but you know um no like headbutting none of that just people being gracious and open and um you know sharing about themselves and literally helping me keep this podcast going by sharing about themselves so um I'm gonna read all of them out right now so Thank you so much to Kayla, Kathy, Nyasha, Irene, Christiana, Patrick, aka my cousin Jaquay, Hope, Sarita, Ashley, Alicia, Justin, Courtney, Kenya, Brian, Varsha, Sylvia, or Mrs. Sergis, um, Salem, Jarina, Marley, Jenny, Dory, Andy, Avani, Sharon, Leticia, Megan, Kevin, Stacy, Faye, my aunt Faye, Isabel, Sahar, Amy, Zuri, Lori, Aaliyah, Gina, ooh, Sean, <laughs> Tiffany, Naila, and Joe. Um, and also shout out to the few guests that I've interviewed already but haven't been featured yet. You know who you are. Thank you to all of you for sharing your thoughts and your time with me. You will never know how much that's done for me, not just in putting the podcast together, but me as a person. I've learned so much from all of you, and all of you are just such beautiful people. And um, I just really want you to know that you have been a blessing to me and I'm sure lots of other people as well so thank you so much to all of my guests Whew. okay so that's all the thank yous I have for now <laughs> um, I'm not done talking about my guests yet though because um, as I mentioned for the second segment of this special episode I um, decided to reach out to my guests to have them answer two questions for me and those two questions were one what does freedom of movement mean to you um once again today's juneteenth the anniversary of this of this podcast is also juneteenth and if you don't know juneteenth or june 19th was the day in 1865 when enslaved people found out in texas uh, two years late, two years after the fact, they found out in 1865 that uh, they were no longer slaves. Um, June 19th, 1865 was when they first heard about the Emancipation Proclamation in Texas, and 
those people who had been enslaved up until that point were legally free. They did not belong to anyone. Um, so that day is very important to a lot of black Americans um, because that is, as opposed to uh, 4th of July, Juneteenth feels like more of a true day of freedom for us. And I remember when I was, um, it was either in episode zero or episode one where I was connecting Juneteenth to this podcast in terms of um, the freedom of movement, the freedom to move your body the way you want to, the, the freedom to take your body wherever you want to go, uh, which includes travel, um, but just includes like life and the decisions you make. You can be or not be where you want. You can do it or not do what you want. You can go or not do what you want because that is the freedom that you have over your body, over your personhood. And so um, with that in mind, I asked my guests, my first question for today was, what does freedom of movement mean to you? didn't add anything else to it just said what comes to mind when when you think of this phrase freedom of movement so that was the first question second question i actually borrowed from someone else um so uh, there's this man named ranzo who lives in, he's a jamaican man who's been living in japan for quite a few years and he runs a youtube channel and instagram page called the black experience japan and on his channel he has a series called the melanated files where he interviews black people who live in asia and so one of the questions that he will uh, frequently ask people is if the world were listening to you right now what would you say so i asked the same question to my guests if the world were listening to you right now what would you say and so uh, i'm really honored to be able to share with you my guests responses to those questions so first you're gonna hear some voice memos from Dory from episode 21, Marley from episode 19, Nyasha from episode three, and Morgan, who again, designed the logo for this podcast. And then after that, I'm going to read uh, some emails that I got from a few other guests. So um, please listen and please enjoy uh, what my guests had to say in response to these very relevant questions the freedom of movement means to me the freedom to live your life without boundaries and influence of other people um especially this kind of refers back to traveling like seeing the world and being the freedom to move and to see things in a different lens and without the restrictions of, you know, social norms in America or social norms that you put on yourself in your own society, like traveling and having the freedom to see everything is what it means to me. And the next question, if the world was listening right now, what would I hope to say? I would say I would tell the world to... Uh, listen listen open your ears open your eyes and open your heart because i feel at this time we are kind of losing empathy and understanding and i feel once we've opened our ears our eyes and our heart we can let love and light in and i feel it'll be a better place free free to move free to breathe and stretch your hands across the globe, gently caressing its cultural textures so you can remember how they felt on your fingertips. 
No hidden political agendas, no state binds, just tapping into that innate human need to explore and connect our authentic self with our planetary home, with our brothers and sisters way across the way that we yearn to meet, but more often never really know. Freedom of movement is always a two-way street. It is where you can go anywhere as you, because you deserve basic human decency and respect wherever you go. But it is also your duty to do so without invading or displacing another person or culture's space. The best master the intricate dance weaving together courage, self-assurance, and wisdom. This is our world. We must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. Martin Luther King Jr. Some will always try to take it for themselves or exclude people from their land, but time is littered with the fallen kingdoms that have tried. And if we perish, it is only because we chose to ignore our common humanity and willingly let our differences fracture us. Differences that we put too much stake in because we believe they make us exceptional, because we think they legitimize what happens to people instead of rereading our history. And the cost is our lives. As we stifle the voices of those who we believe are not worthy, we smother our own future. Countless uncultivated minds are wasted when we do not invest in schools. Game-changing ideas to advance humanity get lost in the void when we do not teach our girls. So we chain ourselves to our most base animal instincts, and we drown in the very dogmas that we beg to, yet fail to save us from the human condition. And our lives are so subjective. We forget that our earliest situations, who our parents were, what they passed down to us, where we were born, are just because of random luck that we had no control over. Change any of these, and our core values shift too, and who we were. Connect, listen, and live with each other to save us. Peace. Ooh, this is exciting. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm Yasha, and I'm going to be answering these questions. What does freedom of movement mean to me? Um, it means being able to explore any place without question, without any limits, without any barriers, being able to express yourself in those places too, just being able to be your, yourself, like being free and exploring the different cultures and places that you are able to travel to um it's very hard i feel um you know as immigrants in developed countries to get that freedom of movement because of you know getting the visa getting this getting that um staying within status so freedom of movement is something that i i really aspire to um to have in my life and as much as i am a free person, very open, very um, explorative in the way I live my life, I definitely feel like freedom of movement is something that I would love to have more. Um, if the world is listening to me right now, what would I say? Um, one thing I've been saying a lot um, the past year or two is all will be well. Um, just being able to be patient and letting things happen in due time, being able to work through things, understanding that everything is a process. If it means traveling from one place to another, if it means going into a new phase of your life into another, your profession, your school, your your growth, um, your development as a person, 
all will be well, but it has to take time. I'm a very impatient person, so I realized that at least at the end of last year that I needed to give myself time to grow and to absorb these experiences and just realize like even in the hardest times that will pass. Give it some time and all will be well. When I think of freedom of movement, I think of living within your life's purpose, meaning that with whatever you do, even with the most minuscule of things, that you are choosing happiness and the desire to not box yourself in. As a Black millennial and also as a Black millennial entrepreneur, that is something that I you know, struggle with periodically because many times when making decisions with my business and my personal life, I'm always kind of in that middle ground of whether or not I should do something based upon what I feel like people want me to do or what I want to do or what I feel like, you know, is truly the right path for me. And the idea of freedom of movement is really understanding that at the end of the day, you know, the decisions that you make are going to impact you the most. It'll also, of course, impact others depending upon what it is, but it's going to impact you the most. So why do things that are going to make you angry and frustrated and depressed when you can do things that are going to actually allow you to, you know, live an unadulterated life? which, you know, can be scary and frustrating, especially, again, you know, if you're in a situation where you're dealing with the pressures of everyone else's opinions. But as something I've kind of learned over the past couple of years is that I'd rather do things that are going to make me happy than do things that'll make everyone else happy, but yet I'm miserable inside. So... Freedom of movement is something that I've really been trying to make a large component of my life over the past couple of years because there's just no reason why you shouldn't be doing things that bring you joy. So if the world was listening to me right now, what I would want to say, and this message is really more so for people of color and marginalized groups, is that you need to stop living for the appeasement of others and more so meaning the appeasement of others based upon racism and colonization, um, phobias, uh, things of that nature. Because I think of like my older relatives and for many of them, they're just kind of now exploring those parts of themselves that they kept silent for so long. And it's beautiful on one end, but on the other end, it's very frustrating and sad to know that for so long or for many of them, very large components of their lives they've kept those parts of them silent. So, you know, I say all of that to say is that just it's uncomfortable and it can be unnerving and frustrating because, again, as people of color, as marginalized groups, we're constantly kind of feeling the need that we have to kind of walk on eggshells or feeling the need to essentially hide parts of ourselves to make other people comfortable. And while again it can it can be scary i would rather be living in my truth and living based upon my full unadulterated self as long as of course it's not impacting or hurting others rather than keeping those parts of me silent and living almost in a miserable state of being for years for decades or really maybe for most of my life 
Next, I have an email from Justin from episode 11, which reads, Greetings. I hope this email finds you well. Here are my responses to your questions. One, freedom of movement to me means traveling without limitations. Those limitations could be your race, gender, religion, etc. Even fears. Two, if the world were listening to me right now, I would say nothing. I would force the world to be silent for once. No one voicing their opinion, arguing, criticizing, or praising others and themselves. I would just ask them to be silent for once. For listening allows you to be moved and still at the same time. Lastly, I'm extremely proud of you and what this project of yours has become. Thank you for always thinking of me when you come up with new ideas. (laughs) I look forward to hearing from you soon. Warmly, Justin. Next, I have an email from Irene from episode four, which reads, Hi, Danielle. Here we go. One, I'm immensely privileged to be able to move around in the world as an able-bodied person and also to have the privileges to explore the world. In light of this, freedom means a lot of things. The financial freedom to travel and meet new people, the physical freedom of being able to move about in the world, whether it's through a hike or strolling a busy street, the emotional freedom to be able to uphold a support system and relationships while abroad. Traveling is a wonderful way to see the world, but as I've grown, I've found that it's also important to acknowledge the freedoms that I have which allow me to do so. Two, as someone who likes to talk, I've been working on listening and reflecting. Our media focuses a lot on shouting out into the void, and I think the practice of being still is an indispensable practice. Even though it might not seem like there are enough hours in a day to interact and connect with all the to-dos and thoughts that one might have, I found that intentionally planning some quietude into the days has helped me navigate the world more confidently. Best, Irene. And the last email I have for you all today is from my cousin Jaquay from episode 6, and his reads, Freedom of Movement means to operate or navigate through life with no restraints or parameters, to sustain freedom of speech, and to possess freedom to pursue what makes one happy and content. With this being said, freedom of movement does not mean that one can ignore the law of the land or infringe on the liberties or space of others as they pursue their own freedom. If the world were listening, I would specifically relay to the younger generation the message not to pursue a college degree with the intent of making a lot of money so they can live in a luxurious house on top of the hill. I will instead challenge everyone to dig deep so that they can identify their God-given purpose. Pursuing a purpose larger than oneself is the only way that one will find true contentment. Wow. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to Dory, Marley, Nyasha, Morgan, Justin, Irene, and Jaquay uh, for sharing their thoughts with me once again. Um, I was really impressed by your, you all's responses. Um, I was really curious to see what y'all would come up with, and a lot of y'all went really deep, <laughs> really deep in a helpful and thought-provoking way, and, um, and I really hope that others can gain 
inspiration and encouragement from what you've just shared with me and what I've just shared with everybody. So <laughs> thank you all so much. And now it's time for the last segment of the special episode. Um, so before I get into that, let me put the music back on. <laughs> So to close this thing out, I am supposed to (laughs) share how I'm feeling about the show and share any sort of lesson or advice that I think I could uh, leave you all with. Um, So first I'll start with, for those who don't know, I probably should have said this at the beginning, it's fine. (laughs) But my name is Danielle. I am the host and creator of Young, Gifted, and Abroad. And I started listening to podcasts in 2015. Started this podcast in June of 2018. Um, And that was because there was a podcast, some sort of podcast program that I was going to apply to. Didn't end up applying, but decided to see if I could develop a podcast on my own anyway. And I landed on the theme of studying abroad because that relates to a personal experience of mine and is also something that I thought is a theme or a topic that I thought I could maintain interest in enough to to talk about it uh, quite frequently. And um, even more importantly than that is the the fact that when I was in college studying abroad, there were a few people, and I remember there was this one person in particular, this person who, this woman who braided my hair, and she said how lucky I was to be able to do something that not a lot of black people get to do. And I, that has just stuck with me all these years because I just feel like that's so unfair. I just feel like it's unfair that so many people miss out on certain things, you know? So I thought, since I know so many people who have studied abroad who are black or, you know, other people of color, um, if I could sit down and talk with them about their experiences, maybe that can be a source of um, not just like entertainment or storytelling, but also like inspiration and encouragement and even a resource for people who need it that will help students especially um, and people in general to um, explore the world in their own way so that's basically why I started Young Gifted and Abroad that's why it exists and I did not really foresee I didn't think that far ahead to see a whole year later Um, I'm really thankful that that is the case and so far so good that's basically how I feel about it. So far, so good. I'm going to keep going because even though I mentioned earlier about um, not always feeling like what I was doing was meaningful, um, and there are times, just like the time and the energy it takes to put together something like this, sometimes I would feel like I wanted to stop, like I should just quit uh, because it wasn't doing any good anyway. Um, But, on the other hand, there was this one day where I was like, hmm, wouldn't it be cool if I interviewed this many people? And then that number just stuck in my mind so that now that's basically the goal that I'm working toward. 
So basically, until I reach that number, and I'm not gonna say what that number is, but until I reach it, y'all are stuck with me. So <laughs> I'm not quitting. <laughs> At least not until I reach uh, that magic number. Um, but as I've said before, I'm so thankful for this experience. I'm thankful for to you and Something I forgot to mention when I was talking about the background of Young, Gifted, and Abroad is um, I really drew a lot of inspiration from Lorraine Hansberry, a writer and playwright, Lorraine Hansberry, may she rest in peace. Um, I drew a lot of inspiration from her when I was preparing to launch this show. Um, young, Gifted, and Abroad came to me because I thought of Young, Gifted, and Black, uh, which came from To Be Young, Gifted, and Black, which is... Lorraine Hansberry's biography. Um, so I read that in preparing to launch this um, launch the show. And then actually now, currently I'm reading Looking for Lorraine by um, Imani Perry. And that's been really eye-opening. Um, having so much fun learning more about this person who inspires me so much. And one of the things I learned recently is that Lorraine Hansberry actually studied abroad in 1949. Um, in 1949, she was a student at the University of Wisconsin in Madison, and she um, spent a summer studying art in Mexico in 1949. And um, that kind of led to her to want to delve even deeper into her art um, of poetry, writing and poetry, and eventually writing plays as well. Um, coincidentally, that also may or may not have led her to <laughs> realized school was not the place for her so she left school the following year in 1950 eventually moved to new york and became the lorraine hansberry that uh so many of us know her as um but yeah i i just mentioned all that to say lorraine hansberry if she hadn't done what she did i probably wouldn't be doing what i'm doing at least not in the way that i am uh she's someone who really saw people really saw the the all the colors within people all the depths all the possibility um all the the flaws and all the beauty that people have and so i just really try to see people in the same way and that's what i'm going to keep doing that's what i'm going to keep doing and uh as far as uh advice i really it's like it's so strange the older i get the more I realize how unpredictable life is, how much I don't know, and how ill-equipped I feel to give anyone advice on anything. Despite the fact that I'm, this is, <laughs> so much of the show is like advice or resource oriented, I personally don't feel very equipped to give people um, advice because there's so much that I don't know, that I don't understand, that I don't know how to do, that I'm still learning, you know? Uh, but if there were one piece of advice I could share with you all on this, the end of this first year of Young, Gifted, and Abroad, I would just say you never know. You really never know what can happen when you try new things, when you do things that you actually want to do. Um, you know, you really can't predict the results of things. You have goals in mind, but you can't, you can't strong arm your way into a lot of things when it comes to how life unfolds and so uh, i would just say especially if there is a certain project or endeavor that you've been thinking on or that you are already working on but not sure where it's going i would just say you never know 
you never know where it could lead. And even if it doesn't lead somewhere grand, there's so much value in you doing something simply because it's within you to do it. Simply because that desire, that passion is within you to do it. Simply because it's something that you care about. There's so much value in that alone. Um, doing things for yourself, to soothe yourself, to inform yourself in addition to or apart from you know doing things for others so um i'm i'm rambling so <laughs> i would just say go and do that thing because you never know okay so i'm gonna leave you all with that um once again thank you all so much everyone who's listening to this thank you for the the small or large part there are no small parts thank you for the large part that you've played in helping me get to where I am, helping me, helping Young Gifted and Abroad get to where it is. Um, we're gonna keep rolling. Um, this, we temporarily return to a weekly schedule. As of today, that is now over. <laughs> so I'll be back to bi-weekly episodes, that means twice a month on July 2nd. Um, and we're just gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. And the guest for that episode will be uh, another college friend of mine, surprise, surprise, who studied in China and that's all I'll say so look forward to that in two weeks but until then thank you so 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 I'm feeling so 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 do you remember that song that Destiny's Child song um okay I am just so giddy and delirious I'm really rambling now but thank you so <laughs> thank you so much for listening and Talk to you next time.